Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada. It is 3.02 p.m. here on Thursday, the 15th of December. And we'll talk about protecting yourself. Thank you for joining me. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is a really rare time for me even to be out here. But I'm glad I'm out here. How is your week going so far? How is your day today? Well, let me tell you about my day. Overnight, um, here across southern Ontario, Canada, a icy night freezing rain cold temperatures and i got up early this morning it was something like five o'clock in the morning get ready for work walk out the front door and there was ice everywhere You could put a pair of skates on and you could skate down the road. That's how icy it was. So as I was debating about going into work or not, letting the car heat up because I couldn't even bother scraping the windshields and the windows. I'm texting, I'm texting the office manager. I'm texting the dispatch. I'm texting the safety and compliance manager. I even text the owner of the company. Said, I'm not coming in. I got a 45 minute commute one way. Then I'd be driving the transport all day. And I'd have a 45 minute commute back home again. was unbelievable this morning and it lasted well from whenever time it started in the wee hours of the morning or the middle of the night all the way to at least 11 a.m this morning that we had this freezing rain warning in effect in a weather advisory all across ontario And as it's moving eastward bound and all of the rain moving east will eventually turn to snow. And accidents all over the place. It's unbelievable this morning. So that was my, that was my day. That's what's happened. So, you know, I'm home today and 
Oh, yeah, I remember. Uh, when I did my last show, I said that I'd be off this Friday, meaning tomorrow, which I will be. So, we'll be doing another show tomorrow as well. So, today, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we'll get four shows in. That'd be great. So, what do I mean about protect yourself? Well, protect yourself from hackers. People love doing that. It's what they do all day. They try to hack people, hack your computer, hack your cell phone. To try to hack personal and private information about you or anybody. What hackers can do with just your cell phone number? And you wouldn't think they'd be able to do anything with it. I always thought that's not even possible, you know, and a person could put, possibly find my name and address using my phone number. Who would have thunk that? Someone who you don't even know, you use your phone number to find out the private details of your life. Emailing you saying me everything they have discovered with just your phone number and find out where you live, your previous addresses, whether or not you've been evicted, some personal finance, financial information, even get a map of your neighborhood, your birth date. They can find out if you have any speeding tickets. Unbelievable, you know, it's, you know, what can you do? Is there more that you can do? Probably there is. Now, finding important details about someone's life with just a phone number is alarmingly easy to do and profitable for these hackers. With all the technology we have today in today's world, it's extremely easy for hackers to wreak havoc on your life using your cell phone number. To protect your sensitive information, you should always think twice before sharing your phone number, especially in a public setting. And here are some ways criminals can target you 
and what to do if a scammer has your phone number. Mind your private data. Now, you know, the easiest way to use your phone number maliciously is by simply typing it into people search sites like Booeasy, white pages, and fast people search. These sites can reveal personal information about you in less than a few seconds. In the people search sites, purchase personal information and then sell it to people who want your data. And like hackers with your phone number, the information found throughout these sites include your address, bankruptcies, criminal records, and family members' names and addresses. And all this can be used to blackmail, stalking, doxing, or identity theft. They can even rewrote your phone number. Another tactic um, is to contact your mobile carrier provider claiming to be you. So the hacker can make it so your phone number routes to their phone. And from there, the hackers will log into your email account. And of course, they don't have your password, right? So how do you think they're going to do this? They don't need your password. Because once they have you, they just click forgot password and get the reset link sent to their phone that now uses your phone number. And once the hacker has access to your email account, it's easy to gain access to any of your accounts. Pretty crafty little buggers. Now, others, you know, like service uh, service providers have um, security features to prevent scammers from switching phones. If the person has your phone number, they may be able to find enough information about you to get past the security questions. Sometimes you sign in certain accounts. You may ask your pet name, your best friend's name, you know, your mother's maiden name, you know, and if you're changing passwords or stuff like that, those security questions, if you have it set up that way, would pop up. Spoof, spoofing your number. You know, scammers, well, they think they're getting smarter, but, you know, but they try. They, they don't give up, right? Now they're using a technique called spoofing to make it easier to scam you. And spoofing is when someone makes your phone number pop up on a caller ID when it really isn't you. How are you doing today? Hope you're having a good day. Thank you for joining me. 
Yeah, this is a rare dare, uh, day for me to be out here. We had a nasty freezing rainstorm come through overnight here in southern Ontario, Canada. And before you cut on the show, I talked about that a little bit this morning. You know, I got up at 5 o'clock this morning, dressed for work. I walked out my front door. There's just ice everywhere. You can put on a pair of skates and skate down the street. That's how bad it was. And I got a 45 minute commute one way to work. So I was texting the office manager, the owner of the business, the safety manager, dispatch that I was not coming into work today. So whatever time this freezing rain started overnight, it ended around 11 o'clock this morning, Eastern Standard Time. It's terrible. And the weather and the weather advisory said, if you don't have to drive, don't drive. So I ended up with a day off and I already had booked tomorrow off. So now we'll be going work back to work until Monday. But I was out here, you know, because, you know, um, talking about um, protecting yourself and meaning protecting yourself from scammers. Now, when I talk about scammers, you know, especially when it comes to your cell phone. And uh, a person could possibly even find out your name and address by using your phone number. And you're probably asking, well, how did they get that stuff? Well, it's pretty alarmingly easy. Especially in today's world, you know, with all the tech that we have. It's extremely easy for hackers to wreak havoc on your life using your cell phone number. And you should always, always protect your sensitive information. You should always think twice before sharing your phone number. Especially in a public setting. You don't know who's sitting around you. And here are some ways criminals can target you and what to do if a scammer has your phone number. You know, we always mine our private data. You know, I have a password to get into my phone. I have a password to get on my laptop. I have a password for a lot of different things. 
I change my passwords regularly. Constantly, I'm doing that. Now, what happens to these? these um, so the easiest way um, for these hackers to use your phone number is by simply typing it into people search sites. And these sites can reveal personal information about you in less than a few seconds. And what these pe these people search sites do, they purchase your personal information and then sell it to people who want your data. And like hackers with your phone number, the information found through these sites includes your address, any bankruptcies, criminal records, and family members' names and address. All of this can be done and used for blackmail, stalking, doxing, or identity theft. And they also can rewrote your phone number. Once they have that phone number. Another uh, tactic is to um, contact your mobile carrier provider claiming to be you. And then the hacker can make it so your number routes to their phone. And then from there, the hacker will log into your email account. And then you wonder how they do that. They don't have your password, right? But they don't need it. Because don't remember, they just rerouted their number to themselves. And then you can just click on forgot password and then get the reset link sent to their phone. And that's how, that's how they use the phone number. Once the hacker has access to your email account, it's easy to gain access to any of your accounts. Now, like I said, before you come on the, on the show here, so you know, while many service providers out there have some security features to prevent scammers from switching phones, if a person has your phone number, they may be able to find enough information about you to get past the security questions. Even you, you know, the security, the security questions like what's your pet's name? What's your uh, high school or, or grade school friend's name? What's your mother's maiden name? All this security questions. But they may not even need to have that and they still have enough information about you to get past those questions. They could also spoof your number. And how they're using this technique called spoofing to make it easier to scam you. Spoofing is when someone makes your phone number pop up on a caller ID when it really isn't you that's making the call. You may have noticed phone calls from numbers with your same area code or identical to those you call often. So when a scammer 
gets you to pick up, they have the chance to trick you into whatever scam they've come up with. And by using specific phrases to sound genuine or fooling you into giving them your credit card information. And sometimes it's a trick into answering a few questions. And when they have your yes or no recorded, they might use that in a voice activated scams. Right? So it doesn't take much to spoof a phone number. There are apps and websites that allow scammers to simply type in a phone number and make a phone call. It's super easy and quick, which makes it appealing to scammers. You know, with all the, you know, whether from your cell phone, cybersecurity, you know, everything, cyber scams, all this stuff, you think with all the technology that we have, that we should be able to prevent something like this. They also try to send you a texting scam. Scammers can also use your phone number to send you malicious text messages. This type of scam is called smishing. It's like phishing. So what they do in these texts, scammer sends links that can affect your phone with malware or that can steal your personal information or they can straight up scam you by pretending to be your bank. Could be the Canadian Revenue Agency or even your doctor. And by posing as someone you trust, the scammers will try to trick you into giving them personal information and credit card numbers. They can even impersonate you or send you spyware. Just as easy for a hacker to redirect a cell phone number from one carrier to another, it is also easy for hackers to send a message to a consumer to gain access to impersonate the individual. And what they do, hackers will send you a seemingly innocent message that implores you to click a link to a fake website. I never do this crap. Right? Spam on my phone, all this like that, and never open it up. And even just in, in the regular emails, I go through my emails and what's relevant, what's not relevant, whatever, you know, what's not relevant, gone. So with sending you the messages that implores you to click on the fake website, this is called a phishing scam. And the website may appear legitimate. However, it could record your information to send to the hacker. Now, if you ever visited an unknown, an unknown website, 
clicked on a strange link or connected an unfamiliar USB into your device, open a, open a consumer up to accidentally downloading uh, malware, hackers can affect your phone with software, leverage your data, and even extort you. Now, what are you going to do? What, you, what to do if a scammer has your phone number? If the worst happens and a scammer gains access to your phone number, you still have options. Contact your service provider immediately and explain the situation. that you have been hacked. If need be, if need be, ask them to put a temporary freeze on your line so the scammers can't use your number. And contact people you know to warn them that your phone may have been compromised. You want to protect yourself from <coughs> being held responsible for any potential crimes committed using your number. Document all your steps you've taken and everyone you've contacted and keep track of all the dates. And report your phone uh, lost or stolen. Especially if that's what's happened too, right? I mean, not everybody you know, I wouldn't think anyways. I don't think everybody has a password to get into their cell phone. To unlock it. You know, if you don't have that, well, you lose your phone. Anybody can use your phone. But if obviously you've lost your phone, you got to report it lost or stolen, then it's canceled immediately. And then it becomes... Useless to anybody. And then you're going to have to uh, update your contact information immediate, uh, immediately on all relevant accounts. Your bank, social media, your kids' school. Protect more of your information from being compromised. Other ways to protect yourself from hackers. Use another way of getting in touch, right? So if you ever get an unsolicited SMS from a contact you don't recognize, or even from your own number, you should treat it like a suspicious email asking you for money. Don't ever click on a link if there is one. If your phone receives no signal or says emergency calls only, even after restarting the phone, use another phone to call your provider and have them check the status immediately. And if you receive suspicious message, but still think it might be from a friend or a colleague, 
reach out to them to confirm via another from other means, whether that be calling their phone, slacking them, emailing them, etc. This is another thing. I mean, people might even do this, and this, and you shouldn't. You really shouldn't do it. Another really good way to protect your privacy. You you do not publish your phone number on your public profile or, or on social media. Cryptocurrency is one of the most sought after forms of currency in this type of crime. Review your credit card bills, bank statements, and phone bills if something doesn't add up. And because phone hackers will try to access other accounts, do not use the same usernames and passwords across several websites. Why would you? Because it'd be simple, right? Because maybe you don't have a really good memory, so you're going to use the same password all the time. I never do, and I never will. And make your passwords long, complicated, and difficult to guess. Right? And the worst passwords... Here are the worst passwords. <clears throat> Who uses a password? One, two, three, four, five, six. How about just the word password? Or one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hell, they'll never guess that. How about one, two, three, four, five? Maybe some people use them. You know, maybe people like sports and stuff like that. You know, oh, you know, they're going to use football. I love you. Admin, welcome, login, ABC123. You know, freedom, whatever. You don't use this stuff, ladies and gentlemen. You know, you, you gotta be, you gotta, you know, be creative when you do a password. Right? Using caps, lowercase, symbols, numbers, hyphens of any kind. But you have to remember it yourself. You want to make it for people that that won't get the password, but you want to make it so that you remember it.
So don't use the same usernames and passwords across several websites. Make your passwords long, complicated, and difficult and difficult to guess. And when in doubt, don't click. Phone hijacking can also happen via phishing attacks. Clicking on suspicious links. Malware embedded into links can secretly download on your device. When in doubt, open a browser and type in the address you wish to visit. And if you suspect a text malicious or phishing, delete text immediately. Okay. You know, can't make it easy for people out there. You know, it's bad enough we make it easy for porch pirates. Come along, steal the package off your porch something that you've worked so hard for and you finally got the money together and you wanted this item only to have it stolen from your porch. They're callous. They don't care. They don't care. You can, you can, you can have, you know, your cameras all set up outside your house. They don't care. They're either just walking by or two people in a car. They don't care. None of these hackers. They don't care either. So now a while back, um, I mentioned to, I don't know if you uh, been on the show. You might probably have been on the show before. Your name looks familiar. I have put up um, some short videos on YouTube, the Truckers Podcast, FYI. Now, I did mention, too, that, you know, I probably won't be doing any you know, live um, shows of the Truckers Podcast. And then the other day I got thinking, you know, why not? But my question to you, my listeners, my followers out there, if I did a live YouTube of the Truckers Podcast. Would you join me on that show? Yes or no? Because otherwise, you know, too, you know, sitting behind the microphone, I don't see you, you don't see me. But the videos that I put up, you can see me and I'll be posting more up there as, as you know, time goes on, you know, um, wasn't expecting to be off today neither. You know, I didn't, uh, you know, when I woke up this morning to, to see how bad 
you know, it really was out there. I wasn't, I wasn't making that 45 minute commute into work. That wasn't happening. And I have tomorrow off anyways. So gives me time to work on some things. You know, doing, doing, um, you know, doing the podcast is great. You know, you know, I've been doing it now. I think coming up, I think coming up on January the 1st. I think it'll be, yeah, it, it'll be three years. That I've been doing the truckers podcast. And probably by the time, you know, this week is over, I mean, right to the end of, of um, Sunday, I believe, <clears throat> um, well, by Sunday, I'm th- thinking it'd be close to 400 shows that I've done. And only because, you know, mostly I do it on the weekends because that's basically when I, when I have time. You know, unless, you know, something like today, you know, unable to go to work because of the bad weather. So just curiosity, you know, for my listeners and people who come on my show like yourself. If I, like I said, if I were to do a live stream on YouTube, would you join me? Thank you for joining me this afternoon. Another listener on the show. I mean, they just, just you know, you know, today doing a show, you know, of course, it's just out of the ordinary because I'm usually not at home at this time of day. And as this listener has come on to my show now, I'm only off work today because of the freezing of the freezing rain that come in overnight here in Southern Ontario, Canada, that just left everything in ice. So I wasn't going into work because I, I have a long way to drive. I have a 45 minute drive to get to work. So, you know, just, you know, Posting the show up on, on, on Podbean that, yeah, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to start a show, you know, that was like, you know, 38, almost 39 minutes ago, you know, just popped up out of nowhere, you know, and if you, you know, have listened to me before, you've been on the show, you're a follower, you know you get a notification, hey, the Truckers Podcast, FYI, is going to be starting shortly. You know, sometimes that happens, you know, even throughout the week, even if I did go to work, you know, sometimes I, you know, depending how I'm feeling too, because I work long hours. And I'll just come out and do a show. You know, little to no warning, you know, to let you know that, you know, hey, the show's going to start soon or whatever like that. Usually it's up a couple of days before the show starts and stuff like that. 
Um, like I said, I do um, just short videos on YouTube, the Truckers Podcast, FYI. And um, I'll, I'll be doing those for the upcoming episodes on Podbean as well. And like I said earlier too, as people, more people are coming on here, a couple more people come on here, and I, and I thank you for that. Um, I asked this question. If I were to do the Truckers Podcast, FYI, a live stream on YouTube, would you tune in? This way, you can see me. But the videos I posted up on on YouTube for the Truckers Podcast, FYI, you can see. And I'll be doing more of those. And, you know, today was a, you know, I mean, it's it's been raining all day. And I'm hoping it's not raining tomorrow because I kind of have an idea, you know. Um, I got a tripod. It got delivered the other day, you know, just ironically, you know, I was talking about porch pirates. It's a good thing someone didn't come along and steal it. To go out into my community, to go out into my city and shoot some footage of areas of, of interest in the areas of the city that I like, areas of the city that I frequent uh, quite a bit in the areas that I frequent when I was a kid. And, you know, make a, you know, like a, you know, short film, you know, maybe 10 minutes long and put that up on, on YouTube as well. And of course, it will be listed as the Truckers Podcast, FYI. So you can go to YouTube, search the Truckers Podcast, FYI, and you should be able to see my videos that I have there already. So I haven't gotten, you know, I haven't gotten that far, you know, to whether or not you know, I would do a live show on YouTube. I don't know yet. And when I do know, you will know. And I'll let you know when that'll take place. You know, it's not just going to just, you know, I'm not going to just, just, you know, wake up one morning and go, oh, I'm just going to do a show right now on YouTube. Now I want to give you a heads up. Because this was an unplanned, this was an unplanned day. This was uh, an unplanned show. So. Um, yeah, just, you know, lots of different things that, uh, you know, 
I want to do, you know, you know, when I first, you know, um, you know, kind of did a, a, a small video and, you know, go to the video editor, which I've never used before and, you know, channel my way through that and, um, put it the way I think that I like it and then deleting stuff and, you know, to do, <laughs> uh, some of the, some of the videos I did on there, they're not even two minutes long, but it took me like two hours to do because I kept changing and I didn't like it and then re-editing it and then playing it through again, and, you know, see how it looks and see how it sounds. But it was a learning experience, you know? And then just, you know, by just doing a couple more and stuff like that, it just got easier. And then, you know, I, I stopped being so picky and choosy of what I want to put in there and just put it in and just be done with it. And then I put it up on, on my channel, on the Truckers Podcast. And if people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. I don't have any control over that, right? Same thing here on Podbean. I do my shows. I don't have control of who comes on, on my show and how many times or whatever the case may be and when. You know, maybe you've been on the show, but it's been a while since you've been on the show and then you come back to the show. You know, even to, you know, to get a topic that I think is not just important to me, but feel that it's important to you as well. You know, like this topic today about protecting yourself from hackers. And how just how easy it is they can hack your cell phone number. There's all kinds of scams out there, ladies and gentlemen, all kinds of scams. And you know, and I'll be and I'll be reading the news, you know, whether I'm at home or I'm just sitting waiting in my truck at a dock. And you hear stories of people being scammed out of thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands of dollars. And not just young people, but the elderly. They seem to be targeted more because it'd be too easy. There was one scam, one scam that, that I was reading about is that um, they would they would call you up and you know hopefully that you know they they know that they're talking to you know an elderly person 
is that their grandson has been arrested and he needs bail money to get out of jail. Right? And they fall for it. And they fall for it, and then, then they have to, you know, like they, you know, they transfer the, they transfer the money, and it's a scam. It's ridiculous, and especially, you know, especially this this time of year. You know, I mean, even throughout the course of the pan pandemic and, and, and things like that, it's, it's been tough for a lot of people. And the scammers prey on people. You know, it, it, it's ridiculous. What people try, you know, what people get away with. Not just trying to get away with it, they get away with it. People's been been scammed out of, out of their out of their life savings. You know, so be mindful. You know, um, opening up messages that you are not sure of. I wouldn't do it. Right. Even in emails and stuff like that, you know, you're looking at your emails. You, you know what, you know what you're, you're familiar with. You know, you open up a link and that could open up a whole lot of hurting for you. That's why I never, you know, I get spam all the time. You know, it just goes to spam. If it doesn't recognize a certain email or, or whatever the case may be, it just goes to spam, right? I just clear it out. I don't even open it. We went to spam, went there for a reason. Right? I, I'll get I'll get a phone call. And and so the number would come up. It's not a recognized phone number. And then it'll say potential fraud. I don't answer that phone call. If it isn't somebody that I know calling me, I'm not answering it. If it's something that I, if it's something, if it's someone that I don't know who, you know, had sent a link and sent an email of some sort or whatever the case may be, I don't open it. I don't share anything, you know, when it comes to, you know, like I was talking here about, you know, cell, cell phone numbers. I don't share my cell phone number with anybody in public. 
Never have, never will. And how do you know, like, it doesn't, it's, it's not, you know, it's, it, you know, so you meet somebody in a bar. Girl meets a guy, guy meets a girl. You don't know if they're a scammer. Give them your phone number. Guess what just happened? Especially if you don't hear from them. Got to be vigilant in today's world, ladies and gentlemen. You really do. You got to protect everything that you have. You know, and, and using. You know, using passwords and usernames, you know, like I mentioned, right? Be creative when you pass, when you're making passwords and usernames, be creative. Change them frequently. I mean, a lot of people do a lot of things on their phone all the time, right? My phone is mostly for work. If I didn't need a cell phone, I wouldn't have one. Because I'm old school. I grew up in the time when there was no such thing as cell phones. There was no such thing as the internet. You didn't have a home computer. None of that existed. You had a home phone. You had to dial the number. Didn't have answering machines, so people wouldn't leave a message. People knew when to call. Everybody knew everybody. Everybody knew everybody went to work. Everybody knew everybody when, when their dinner time was, so they, were, they weren't gonna call you at dinner time, they'll call you after dinner. You know, after dinner, before the news at six o'clock. Hell, you didn't have to call your neighbor because your neighbor is already outside. I mean, you could call your neighbor, 
then they hear the phone ring and they're outside they go and answer the phone then you go oh i just saw you outside <laughs> oh man i'll tell you So protect your privacy. When in doubt, don't click. Right? So be careful, ladies and gentlemen. Be careful with your data. Be careful with your personal information. You know, it's just going to cause you a whole lot of problems. You know, and, and it's scammers, whether they're, 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 you know, doing it through emails or, or through, through your, got you, somehow they got your phone number, you know, in this time of year, you know, I mean, Christmas is, is just over a week away. And scams this time of year seems to be on a rise. Porch pirates driving around neighborhoods looking for packages on porches and taking them. You know, come up with creative ways of, of, of protecting your property. You know, especially when you're having parcels delivered this time of year. See if your neighbor's going to be home, right? Ask your neighbor if you can have it delivered to their house, and they'll take the package for you. Hopefully, you know, you're good with your neighbors, your friends. Pick it up yourself. You, you know, when you go on Amazon, you order it, you can have their... You, you can choose how you want it. You're going to pick it up yourself. There's designated areas where you can go get it. You're going to have a post office box number. You can get a security box for your porch. You know, those security boxes are made that, you know, you can... You can fasten them to your porch so they take, they can't take the security box too. So when you order your package and you have a security box fastened to your to your porch, and you put in the information, yeah, it's going to be delivered. It's going to be delivered to my address, and it's going to go in the security box. And you 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 put in you put in the code to open it. And it puts in, it closes, locked. No one can take your stuff. Now, I've had packages delivered before. And you know what really pisses me off? Is that your home, your car's in the driveway. You may be upstairs, maybe downstairs. You're somewhere in the house. And you know the package is coming. So the package gets delivered 
And if you are close to your phone, you'll get a notification that your package has just been delivered. But they can't ring the freaking doorbell? How hard is that? Somebody is obviously home because there is a car in the driveway. And the Amazon delivery driver can't even take the one second it takes to push that doorbell. I mean, generally, I mean, if, if um, you know, Canada Post, if they're delivering a package, if no one answers the doorbell, they take the package back and they leave you a slip to contact to where the package is going to be to the closest post office where you can pick it up. You know, one, one time, this, this is, this was just unbelievable. You know, uh, when we had to stay at home orders and stuff like that, you know, in, in the, um, early phases of the pandemic and you, you could order out, you know, um, through, um, the, the, the food apps. So we decided to do that one time. So we placed the order. Said it's going to be about 40 minutes. I thought, okay, 40 minutes, whatever. You know. At 35 minutes, I thought, oh, it might even be here. You know, go to the front door. No, nothing. 40 minutes goes by. I go out. Oh, don't see nothing. You know, so then I contact them and say, like, where's my order? And they go, it was delivered. It says, not here. Well, it got delivered. So I go back up. And they put it on a chair that there's, there's a part of a wall on the porch and the chair sits behind that back against the house and they placed it there. Did they ring the doorbell? No. They didn't. Must have sat there for like another 20 minutes after it was delivered. And that really pissed me off. You know, I mean, that's perfect for porch pirates, right? See stuff on the porch. I don't, they don't care what it is, what package it is, food on the porch. Shit, man, there's a free meal for somebody. I can't, I, I don't get it. You know, even these food delivery service apps and Amazon and, and places like that, they don't even bother ringing the doorbell when there's a car in the freaking driveway. 
I wanted my money back. I wanted my money back and I wanted a refund. I said, now my goddamn food is cold. Because your driver didn't have the brains enough. When you're delivering food, you walk up in the porch and you knock on the door or you ring the doorbell. I got my money back. And you know what? I never ordered online again. That was the first and last time I did that. It's convenient, right? Don't have to get off your ass, jump in the car, go and get it. So now I would place the order right with the restaurant. Ones that I frequent. And they know me. Call up the restaurant, place the order, and get off my ass and drive down there and get it myself and bring it back. Because you couldn't dine inside at the time. You could pick it up, but you couldn't dine inside, which is fine. But I never used a delivery service app again, ever. And I never will again. For food, that is. I'll go get it myself. Even pizza, right? I mean, we have have pizza, pizza shops all over the place, not far. I'll place the order and go get it. You know, and I rarely ever order really order things online, even like through Amazon. I rarely do that. Right. But I decided that, you know, this time, you know, I was doing small videos and yeah, I got a, like a, like a tabletop, um, um, tripod, you know, for my cell phone, but then I wanted a, a bigger one. You know, I think it's, you know, goes about five and a half feet in height. You know, it's, it's really cool. It's got, it's got a handle on it so you can pan around with it and stuff like that. I haven't ordered anything from, from Amazon, you know, in probably four plus years. I just go buy shit. I go shopping, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, you know, I could have went, I could have went to a music store and got a tripod or a mic stand or whatever the case may be. But in a music store, they're really expensive. And the one I got, and the one I got from Amazon Canada, you know, it was 50 bucks. It's made of metal. It's sturdy. It does the job or it's going to do the job. You know, when we get a better day, like I said, today was just crap. You know, freezing rain all night, freezing rain right through most of the morning. I couldn't go to work. 
So, I mean, I couldn't even get out and do anything. You know, so tomorrow I'm off anyhow. I booked tomorrow off. And, uh, you know, my plan with that is, you know, with the tripod, I mean, I don't have to even walk. I don't have to walk holding my phone. And, and you know, and then, you know, this little tabletop tripod I got here, you know, I don't want to be walking around, you know, and then, you know, you're walking around, your arms moving and the, and the picture's moving all over the place. You know, the tripod is sturdy, it's steady, and I focus on something for the video and then move on to something else because I can stop the video, move on to something else, start the video again. Because when I go to the editor, I can put it all together. That's why I got the tripod. There's lots of interesting things in the cities where we live. So that's what I thought <clears throat> I would like to do. But again, you know, a couple more people has come on the show and that's great. You know, um, I do, um, I do have a YouTube channel. It's the Truckers Podcast FYI. I do have some uh, short videos posted up on there where you can uh, go and see. You can see me. You can like, share, comment. You know, and I did ask, you know, the first listener, you know, he'll come on my show. And I'm going to ask you, if I were to do a live YouTube episode of the Truckers Podcast, Would you come on that show? Yes or no? You can leave that comment. You don't have to answer now. You can leave a comment. Yes or no. Say, hey, trucker, that'd be really cool to see you. You know, maybe not. I don't know. But I will let you know, you know, um, if and when that'll take place. You know, if I do to it, do to it, of course, you know, when I'm doing the Truckers podcast here on Podbean, of course, we're going to let you know, say, hey, you know what, Truckers going to have an episode, a live episode on YouTube coming up such and such day time. I'll let you know. So. Until then, until my next show, like I have tomorrow off, too, so I can do a show tomorrow. Um, I'm thinking in the morning because I do have some, you know, after that, I do have some running around to do. I did take the day off and I do have, you know, things that some things I have to get done. And that'll be a morning show, um, nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you'd like to join me tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., that'd be great. If you can't, I understand. No worries. Enjoy the rest of your day. And enjoy the rest of your week. And of course, going into the weekend, finally. And then, you know, we're just over a little, you know, just over a week before Christmas. So, um, yeah, getting in some shows like now, like, you know, today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, 
then of course go back to work on Monday and then um, Saturday being Christmas Eve day um, I would do a show in the morning but not Christmas Eve and not Christmas Day right because that is the time for your family for your friends you know it's Christmas I won't be doing a show Christmas Day the day after sure absolutely the day after Christmas but not Christmas Day so if you can join me again like I say tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. that'd be great and like I said if you can I understand and then of course over the weekend you know it's gonna be in the mornings Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and of course like I said I will let you know if I will be doing a live Tucker's podcast on YouTube, I will give you the heads up. So until we meet again, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. Take care. And be safe.